What is up guys, it is Stu. And are you tired of your social media copywriting sucking? Are you tired of being frustrated every time you try to type out the words that go with the photos or videos? I know that if I was talking to you, you could talk to me about it perfectly. You could articulate what it is you do and what problems you solve. But the second you go to type it out, you're just like, uh, I don't know what hashtags, like, I don't know, I'll just say carpe diem. Like, you just, you shit the bed when it comes to typing out your copy. Not anymore. I am now offering copywriting services for micro gym owners. We will get on a one hour call, you, me, and a copywriter that I've hired that works with my brand, Urban Movement, several other micro gyms, and we are gonna go ahead and discuss your brand specifically. Who is your avatar client? What are the micro problems that you solve for those people? How do you solve them? Are you a PT first gym? Are you straight to class? It doesn't matter because this is 100% tailored towards your business. No bullshit templates that I'm rinse and repeating and giving to everybody. Everything is completely unique for you. And then at the end of the copy, the thing that really brings it home, and that's where the magic of a copywriting service comes in, we tie it all up and we allow the individual to you know, visualize their success, what life would be like when they get rid of that problem via your business and service. That's the thing that makes copywriting copywriting. It's the thing that makes ads sell and people click on links. So if you're ready for your copy with your social media to actually start making you money and for it to actually resonate with your customer, to push your brand message forward and to put more members in your fucking building, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Hit me up on Instagram and we'll begin the process to see if it is a good fit for you and your business. Guys, thank you for listening. On with the podcast. What is up? It is Stu. It is What the Fuck Gym Talk. So this is a, a, a plea, a cry, a this, is a... this is me asking you guys to start thinking more about class reservations in your gym. So I, it blows me away when I still meet a open enrollment business in the micro gym realm that is not volume based. So for example, there are companies like Core Power Yoga is open enrollment right? Mean you just show up, you come on in for class, they can accommodate, that type of scenario. Alchemy is even um, open enrollment. Now, during uh, COVID, I think that's changed for a lot of people. I think a lot of people are having to go, you know, people reserving classes and, and all that. What I'm really pushing here is a couple things. Number one is I believe every micro gym probably, like 99.5% of you are going to benefit from requiring members to register for class, okay? Now there's some of you listening like, duh, I already do it. There's others of you that are like, no, I want my members that flexibility. Okay, this is for you, okay? So here's, here's the thoughts on it. Number one is you need to be able to predict traffic patterns and no, not your fucking anecdotal, well, I feel like we get a lot of people at six or no, like fucking data. Like you can run a report and you can go ahead and say in a year, what is the average um, attendance level for 6.30 p.m.? Now, what happens when you do class registration, typically your back office member management software requires you to put a cap. What is your cap on class? Now, that's the difference between open enrollment, like Alchemy, Core Power. Traditionally, they've had a lot of open enrollment where they really didn't cap classes. They could flow with up to you know X amount of people so they never had the need to. My guess is with COVID, that's obviously completely changed. 
I think class caps are very smart, even if your business model has typically you know, revolved around open enrollment. Because once you put a cap on class, whether it's six people or 60, you can then also come up with your microeconomics. What is the earning potential of this class? And you're able to go ahead and average out what the average uh, revenue per member per class is. You can even, when you start doing this, you can start running your reports as how many drop-ins register for classes versus regular paying members. Because drop-ins obviously generate you way more revenue per class than your regular members. At least they fucking should. And if they don't, because you let them swap out a t-shirt or you do like a $5 drop-in, just knock that bullshit off. But you guys got to set a that it's going to require you to set a cap, which allows you to look at the microeconomics of your gym and start thinking of it more like an airline. In how many seats have I filled up? What do we generate in class revenue? Because remember, guys, you're you're limited. You cannot scale your business by just adding more classes. There are just hours of the day that are not prime for boutique group fitness. So that's first and foremost. All right, you got to set a class cap for all those reasons. Next up, when you think about having people register for class, now you also get into what happens when they don't, which there's an entire consequence chain. So I'm doing an entire vlog video on this, but it, in summary, you have got to create a black and white. All right. Now, here's what I'll say about black and white in policies. Rules are meant to be black and white. However, customer service happens in the gray. Write that shit down. I'm going to say it one more fucking time. Quote me on it. Policies and procedures in your micro gym happen in black and white. Customer service happens in the gray. So the rule and procedure, so for example, urban movement. If you register for a class and you no-show and you are on an unlimited membership, you are charged $20. If you register for a class and you no-show, and you are in a limited membership, okay? Then you are charged. Uh, you're charged that class. Like you, that class is is withdrawn from you, okay? If you reserve for a class and you cancel, like we have a cancellation window of eight hours. That's what I recommend you run with an eight-hour window for cancellations. Those of you guys coming from having none of this, that's going to seem really strict. Trust me, it's fucking industry standard, and it's on the more lax side of industry standard. But if you uh, you don't cancel within eight hours, so let's say you cancel two hours before class, you're charged that twenty dollar fee. So a, or if you're on an unlimited like membership or like we have sixteen, but like like if you have an unlimited, that's what I'd recommend. If you have a limited membership, you're charged the fee. I'm sorry if you're I'm fucking this up. I apologize. If you have an unlimited membership, you're charged the fee because obviously you can't just deduct from their classes because they're fucking unlimited. One of the problems with that that membership option. And if you have limited memberships, eight classes a month, twelve classes a month, sixteen classes a month, they're just charged that class. All right, so you're still gathering that revenue. So. That is the, the policies and procedures. Now, obviously, like I said, customer service happens in the gray. We recently had someone who, you know, they would reserve the class, you know, and they didn't cancel. And then class happened. Our system automatically sent an email saying, hey, we saw you didn't show up for class. Just to let you know, you were assessed the fee, blah, blah, blah. The person wasn't happy about it. They still got assessed the fee. No gray in that scenario. However, if that individual was, you know, someone who is always on, you know, like they were just one of those clients that you wanted to cut them a break for whatever reason, it's just, you know, subjective, then sure, you can make the gray happen and cut them the fee, you know, cut them the deal. Here's what I'd say though. 
you do it in very rare occasions. Because every time someone misses something or is late, there's always a reason. You can't just give people one-off like freebies because of a because they had a good reason. There's always a good reason. Kid got sick, car broke down, traffic, dog fucking threw up. I get it. There's a so I'm telling you, it should 98% of the time probably be black and white, and then every now and then the gray when it's somebody that you real like. There's a scenario in which you feel gray is appropriate. So. So we've got, you know, obviously uh, you got to set a class cap and require registration there for the microeconomics and the planning and projecting. You need to go ahead and have black and white consequences, policies, and procedures for registering for class. And then the other thing I want you really going ahead and thinking about is if you evolve it. So class registration is like an elementary boutique fitness strategy, elementary right? Like you're still fucking learning your ABCs if you just have that, right? It's good. It works. The next level is a pick a spot, which is a pick a spot model. Something I've been talking about now for years. It's something we had at urban movement well before COVID. It's, you know, what I've really admired spin studios, uh, and Barry's boot camp and all that, those models. Um, because pick a spot is that next evolution where now you are creating a individual location on your gym floor creates the experience. And when I say creates the experience, meaning that you know, you're reserving the treadmill or you're reserving the station with the dumbbells or you're reserving the punching bag if you're a boxing studio. You, that's now their area. Whether it's their area the entire time of the workout or it's their, you know, their, uh, their area like intermittently during rounds, right? Like Barry's Boot Camp, for example, you would reserve treadmill six and your first you know, interval workout would be on the treadmill only, and then you'd switch to the floor and someone else would go to treadmill six. And that allowed you know, the leveraging of 50% of your class occupancy in equipment, right? Because half, you know, if you have a, a 25 person class, at, let's say call it a 40 person class at Barry's, you only need 20 treads, because now you're going half and half. Does that make sense to you guys? So with COVID, it's obviously a much different world. I don't think it's gonna stay that way forever. So I wouldn't recommend making long-term business plans on not being able to go half and half. But Urban does the same thing. We're at 24-person cap. We have 12 ergs, okay? If you ever have more questions on operational capacity and like that kind of stuff, I highly recommend getting the um, uh, getting into MicroGym University. I talk about that shit a fuck ton in MicroGym University. So uh, anyway, guys, I just want you thinking about this. This was a really quick call to action for you because it's unreal how many of you guys are just like, yeah, COVID was great. It finally got me to start reserving classes. Good. Great. You finally leveled up to being in fucking preschool of owning a goddamn micro gym, but I'm happy with it. Regardless, I'm talking a little shit for fun, but in all honesty, guys, I want you thinking about this class reservation thing. If you think it's great now, it's the amount of control, predictability, and even just you know revenue potential and customer service you can create. Like when we know that Sally, who has these movement issues, is reserved in spot 12, we will go ahead and bring her a torpedo or a, a lighter weight pair of dumbbells, or we'll already have her modification stuff ready to go in spot 12. It makes for a seamless experience. It's the old school CrossFit gyms that fucking, you know, they they don't like this. They put their thumb up at it. But the more sophisticated models out there are realizing this is definitely a more, a better way to go. If you have questions on class organization, registering for classes, uh, operational capacity, pick a spot model or anything like that, and you want to get on a call, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'd be more than happy to jam with you. Guys, take care and have a great fucking day.